Sports, 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 the rules are rules unless you don't like the outcome of sports, apparently. Coming to you from independent remote quarantine locations with me tonight are my co-hosts, the exclamation point, the passionate one, Reed. Good evening. And the question mark, the man who cares nothing about sports, Rowdy. Hey. And in the middle of the period, my name is Snoop. Gentlemen. Episode 169. How nice. are we? <laughs> we do. <laughs> wow, thank you. Uh, <laughs> how are we? Hey, I'm doing great. I saw two eagles today. What? Yeah. Como se dice? What? Yeah, Where at? two of them. Uh, flying right over the free-flowing West Fork of the White River. I was walking home from the shop today down the trail, and I looked up and I thought, man, that looks like a big goose. <laughs> And then I thought, nope, that's a blue heron. And then I looked for the legs, and then it got closer, and I saw that white head, and I was like, holy cow, bald eagle. And then not 30 seconds later, here comes another one. Well, wow. they do they do mate, so it's probably a pair, right? I mean, it uh, like could they, be. They, they stay together. Any, like a, breeding, the, I mean, I've a seen breeding pair? A breeding pair. I've only seen, I've only had two experiences seeing the, the American bald eagle. And both times it was a breeding pair. Uh, allegedly. I haven't seen video. I've looked. Uh, but I've never seen mm. video. But yeah, every time I've seen them, I've seen two together. So I think that's normal, right? Is that normal? Probably. I don't know, but I don't I know, know when they, they... I don't know when they breed. Hmm. Every time you've seen them, they've seen you. For Oh, for sure they've think seen you. Think about me. that. With that eagle eye. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Kind of yeah. makes you think. It was cool mm-hmm. though, because they were fo- they were just following the course of the river. They were like just soaring, gliding mm-hmm. right over the river. Now were either of these wild. eagles Carson mm-hmm. Wentz because he has time on his hands? Mm, no, they looked stronger and more capable. Than more Carson capable. Wentz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were out and active, not just sitting on right. the bench. It's yeah. fair. Rowdy, what's going on in your life? What's going on around uh, your neck of the woods? What's, what's I'd going rather on? not talk about it. No, that's You want to move exact, on to sports? No, no, no. <laughs> absolutely not. Uh, just work. Just yeah. working, you know? Nose uh, to the grindstone. Mm-hmm. It's not work if you love it. Yep. Yeah, well, it's work. That's, that's, that's the capitalistic <laughs> lie we're fed, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's, it's still it's still lying in somebody's pockets. Uh, it's a uh, is is now being that you're in the uh, Von Mar um, jewelry department. I guess this is a big time for you. It's right? a big season. We've got a lot, you know, just with the COVID restrictions and everything mm-hmm. else. Like it's just showing off our wares. Mm-hmm. It gets a lot more complicated than it normally is. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I'm trying to make quota. Um, <laughs> right. Yeah. Every kiss begins with COVID. Everybody wants the <laughs> everybody wants the Furby from uh, Uncut Gems this season, and we can't oh, get yeah. it. Yeah, we can't oh. get it. Our our supplier in China is, is we just can't get them. So and that, Kevin that's Garnett great. has it. Won't give it back. Mm. Uh, yeah. You know that one of the few times, uh, real talk, that I've been in Von Mar was with uh, my old neighbor when I was in high school. Uh, oh, thanks for stopping and saying hi. Uh, this was years ago. This was before you were managing the store. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, and he pointed out they had a $60,000 Cinderella's, uh, what do you call it? The, the, the Cinderella scene of her, the carriage and the horses. That was all mm-hmm. like rhinestone encrusted. Oh, like be- and bedazzled. Yeah, like it, you couldn't, you couldn't play with it, you couldn't wear it, you couldn't do anything but just sit and admire it. It was all porcelain and bedazzled and everything. Yeah. Sixty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You know case. why we, ha- you know why we have that. That's part of our store policy. The store policy is people are dumb. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So sell people it are to dumb them. and they're always wrong. So, someone <laughs> will, someone will want this. Someone will make people are dumb and they make bad decisions. So, yeah, yeah. let's put it out, put it out there. I think it's, I think it's a two sentence uh, uh, policy. People are dumb. Eventually, 
Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. That's, mm-hmm. Those two things diverge at some point. Yep. Like, or converge. They converge, not diverge. They converge at some point and say, yeah, eventually people are done. I don't know if I've ever been in a Van Mar. I, I always uh, frequented Lazarus. Mm. You were more of a Lazarus guy? <laughs> what about Les Ayers? LS Ayers. Oh, LS Ayers, yeah. Yeah. What's your experience with Belk? Do you have any experience? It, sound, it sounds like uh, a bodily function. I don't know. Yeah. That's my only experience. Yeah. Terrible name. I belked. Well, they have Belk a bowl. They have a bowl game, but they're they're kind of like an uh, was that an elder beerman or a Macy's for the South. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I think I've been to a Belk. I've also been to a Willard's out west. Dillard's. It's a department Dillard's? store. Dillard's. Oh, Dillard's. There it is. Dillard's. Dillard's. Yeah. Out west. Yeah. Yeah. Now, Belk is like, um, is like Cole's older brother, but he didn't go to state school. Oh. You know, like he's just like, thinks he's a little more sneaky. Thinks, be- thinks he's better than everybody. You think you're better than me, but you still sell the same Timex <laughs> as I do. You still give Belk cash. Hmm. You guys must have been reading that latest um, Apple uh, podcast uh, research doc where they were talking about how uh, department store related <laughs> content is it's, just yeah hot it's, to it's, death. It's, oh, it's yeah. hot this time of year. Well, yeah. it's especially between Thanksgiving and Christmas. Like that's right. when it really takes off. Mm-hmm. Everybody wants to know like what's behind the scenes there, especially yeah. if they've subscribed, which you should do, to a sports podcast as this one is clearly. <laughs> just makes sense. I mean, I'm looking forward to uh, putting all my investments in commercial real estate. Absolutely. Yeah. (laughs) If there's blood on the streets, buy land. (laughs) If there's blood on the streets, buy enclosed malls. (laughs) Well, you're telling me I can get this 50,000 square feet of office space for $2 a square foot now, huh? Sold. (laughs) Sold. And I'll be working from home when I try and lease it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for the uh, co-working market. <laughs> yes, especially there in the booming metropolis of Anderson, Indiana. Yep. Yeah. Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Like, like uh, Rowdy likes to point out every episode, this is definitely a sports podcast uh, from, from stem to stern. That's all we mm-hmm. talk about, sports. And here we are. So thank you again, again, again for joining us. And since you've gotten this far, why don't you go ahead and hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, ring that bell, whatever that does, and uh, we'll get into it. Hey, Rowdy, how about some sports? How about it? Hey, uh, did you guys see that uh, Jalen Hurts is now the starting QB in Philly? I so did see that. So that means he's, it's the Philly Eagles. Correct. Correct. Okay, and let me let me Google image Jalen Hurts so I know who we're talking about here. All right, He's carry a gentleman, on. gentleman. Mm-hmm. Yes, so Jalen Hurts, uh, former Alabama great, former Oklahoma great, uh, future Hall of Famer Jalen Hurts, uh, will finally, finally, finally be starting for the Philadelphia Eagles, who are what is this week? Week thirteenth. Week week yeah. fourteen. Week fourteen. Yep, he came in last week. Uh, did okay, one touchdown, one interception, but I don't think he looked. I don't think he looked terrible. What was he like, eleven for sixteen or something? He had 11, two el- great passes. Eight for he was eight for fifteen. Yeah. yeah, two great passes, long touchdown. I think it was like over thirty yards. Yep. So he he looked not. Wish terrible. he could have done that in Tuscaloosa. Uh, he did enough of it. He got him. To, <laughs> he got him to a championship. Tua yep. gave it to him, but he got him there. I think, it, I think it's fantastic. I've been on the Jalen train. Uh, since his Oklahoma days. Since his, yes, since his Oklahoma <laughs> days. And as I said off air, he is the only redeeming quality of the Alabama Crimson Tide since 2007. He is Ugh. the only thing that, is, it. That, that I can get behind in, in that not entire... Not Heisman trophies, not five titles, not the nope. greatest coach nope. of all time, the John Wooden of football. Yeah. Oh, I, I will give you that, but that doesn't that doesn't move my needle. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Hurts, uh, he get he he gets the body moving, gets the body vibrating. I think he's he's just a fantastic story. He really is. He he is 
just a, a great well I mean I'm gonna buy into the narrative here but he's a great team player because he what was the starter for two years at Alabama started mm-hmm. as a freshman yep started as a sophomore won a national championship uh, and then came back his junior year and sat the bench yep. behind Tuatalga Vailoa mm-hmm. for the Close. entire entire year until he had to come in and win the SEC championship game for Alabama. Came back, won the game, and then he transferred to Oklahoma and took them to the college football playoff. The only player to take two teams to the playoffs. That's right. At the same time, instead of going to Oklahoma, he could have uh, gone to the NFL. But yep. he went back. He went back and uh, was a smart decision because he definitely improved his throwing. Mm-hmm. It, the the long ball, the touch pass was always his weakness at Alabama, but he got that figured out over there in uh, in uh, Oklahoma. Yep. And I and and I've always said, you know, in uh, he. His junior year, he didn't have to pass much at Alabama, but he did have a 72-plus percentage completion rate. He was always, he's been, always been over 60%. At Oklahoma, he was on almost 70% completion rate. Threw for over 3,000 yards at Oklahoma, and I think he rushed for another, uh, like another 1,000 yards at Oklahoma. Which he's one of two players to ever do that. One of three players to ever do that. I think it's Tim Tebow, uh, Johnny Manziel. Who? Who? Tim, Timmy Tabau, <laughs> uh, Johnny Football, and him. So. I believe he's and also Baker, a Texas, and Baker, a sorry. Texas State uh, weightlifting champ. Yeah. He's six I foot he three. He's from the Houston area. Yeah. He's, he's always. So I, I'm, I have said from the beginning. Reed, you can you can uh, bear witness to this. I've always said I think he's going to be a great pro. I think he slots in somewhere between just below Russell Wilson as far as passing because he Hmm. he he was a pretty good baseball player too, just like Russell Wilson. Uh, And he slots in somewhere between uh, below, definitely below Lamar Jackson, but below Michael Vick as far as like his physical makeup and in. Rushing and, and scrambling, so yeah, bigger frame, it, not as not not the wheels Michael Vick had, but he's definitely a bigger guy. He, I mean, he could easily play running back. Put his head down and, and yeah. play running back. Yep, yep. I, I think, think the a, thing you got to watch out for is just his. One of the biggest issues is going to be his throwing motion. Starts at the hip and then gradually yeah. progresses. But he does have a which that's up. one of the reasons why Lincoln Riley had to adjust so much of what he did on offense last season. Um, <laughs> two, yes, well two seasons. Yeah. He does have I mean he's got good arm strength, but he it, it, he still has some issues with the deep ball, but I mean we'll see. We'll see what happens. But he's a natural leader. He's he is a natu- is he's a natural leader, but he's not vocal. Like he's not, no. you know, he kind of silent he kinda, leader. Yeah, exactly. Passive. Yep. These are these are all the things I've I've read about in the last few minutes on the <laughs> things mm-hmm. to know about Jalen Hurts uh, websites. Uh, so, so, so did you what's re- the deal with Carson Wentz and the hundred billion dollars that the, that Philly owes him over the next several years? Uh, yeah, I believe it's it's thirty four mm. million dollars a year uh, for the next four years, starting next year. Yikes. Yeah. So it's it's a monster of a deal. So that's going to be the main problem uh, with trying to get rid of them, or they're going to have to pay their backup $34 million. So, so here's the contract that he has right now. In, in 2019, he signed that four-year deal. It's a $128 million extension, and it starts after the 2020 season. So he's still technically on his rookie contract right now. So he has... Uh, Next year, he's guaranteed. Well, the the contract itself, he's guaranteed seventy seven million, and that's thirty four million dollars over the next seasons. If he is released before the next season, then they owe him outright seventy seven million dollars, and that's going to be all on a cap hit of next year. And the cap, the NFL salary cap, 
is somewhere around $180 million. Well, so, it's a good thing they're already stacked with talent and filling. Yeah, yeah I mean, <laughs> wide receiver core, just they're, they're lined up out the door. Right. They've just got so much, so many, so many uh, weapons there. So they're kind of screwed uh, is basically what it comes down to. They have no wide receivers. They have Miles Gaskin, uh, or sorry, Miles Sanders as their running back, who's uh, great at what he does, but if Doug Peterson's not there, how long is he going to do what he does? Because he's right. not a traditional running back. Um, they've had an aging offensive line, which has been a problem for Carson Wentz this year, and their defense is, is not what it was what three years ago when they won right. the Super Bowl, and an aging quickly Alshon Jeffrey, and I do believe they re-signed uh, Deshaun Jackson, and then he went out with an injury mm-hmm. uh, for the whole season, and for, he's probably that could be career-ending because he's aged as well. So right, right, yeah, they don't have a whole lot of talent. Yep. So right now they're three eight and one, not good. Uh, Carson Wentz has thrown 16 touchdowns, pretty good, to 15 interceptions, not good. Uh, I mean, it's not Philip Rivers' numbers, but it's getting there. It's not, it's not Jameis Winston numbers, but it's getting there. Especially if he doesn't get another start this year. Right. Uh, oh, he's yeah, not. I don't. How do you move away from that contract? How do you get out of your 128 million dollar contract with a, with your backup? Well, they're combing those clauses, no doubt about it. Oh, man, I don't know if they, I don't know if there is one. Well, what, it may what's not a, be. What's a landing spot for this guy? Colts. Don't say that. Next Carson wins. It's there. Yeah. What are you thinking, Rowdy? What are your people telling you? Um, is Corey correspondent out there talking about it. I could see him out on the Florida Best Buy. <laughs> um, he does have a Best Buy face. Maybe a Sears Maybe the Sears uh, Tool section mm-hmm. Well there isn't a Sears tool section anymore Craftsman was bought by Lowe's Oh Well he could work in the Lowe's There you go Hawking screwdrivers Perfect there you go can I help you with anything Yeah work in, work in the blue store Hawking the reds got it <laughs> I'll be standing right here If you need anything <laughs> I yeah, can so see him we'll doing see. that. Jalen, I, I, I hope I hope you're right, Snoop. I hope Jalen is a Hall of Famer, and it's going to be even sweeter if he makes Carson Wentz look like the punk that I believe he is. So, I mean, uh, that's you know, so I'm be that, watching. That's what I've been hearing. What my people are telling me, what they're saying is Carson Wentz is um, kind of a kind of a what what was what was it I used before? An alpha, a type A. He, he doesn't like to run the system that he's fed as much as he likes to dictate the system that he's fed. Mm. So him and Peterson, apparently, again, what I'm hearing, people are telling me, they're saying uh, that they've been butting heads for two years now, which is probably why they skipped mm. getting a wide receiver and brought in Jalen Hurts as a second-round pick. Yeah. I'm excited to see it. I am excited to see it. I like Jalen Hurts. I think when he decided to stay at Alabama and uh, showed a and, lot of class and be the backup and how he kind of like mentored Tua, because mm-hmm. that's got to be a hard position to be in. Like, oh, for sure. Quarterback at Alabama, while uh, you're typically not very good, uh, a lot Until of. Until the last few years, that is true. Yeah, a lot of the spotlight is thrust upon you. So. Uh, I think Jalen was there. He mentored Tua, and I'm happy for him. And he's going to be great. I will say he will not receive the same type of mentorship and sportsmanship and teammates uh, cooperation from Mr. Wentz as he gave to Tua. That is for sure. Oh, hell no. Yeah. But Foles, Nick Foles stepped in. He did okay, but that was when Carson Wentz couldn't walk. Wentz can walk right right now, and, and... He's told he's been told to sit down. Yeah, uh, Philadelphia is a hard place to play, Rowdy. This is where they they throw batteries at at Santa Claus. Sorry, yeah. 
battery-filled snowballs at Santa Claus. <laughs> <You're> right. <laughs> yeah, Philly's rough. Yeah. So he's stepping into something. So yeah. I wish him the best. I, I, you know, class. Here's what I'll say: class of 2040 Hall of Fame. That's all I'm there saying. There it is. There I'll we go. go. You know, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Write it down. What's next, Rowdy? <laughs> all right, uh, we got a matchup between the Mormons versus the Mullets. Uh, what's what's the uh, what's the story here, Reed? Big game last week in college football. We had the Mormons of BYU versus the Mullets of Coastal Carolina. That's the Cougs versus the Chanticleers, mm. uh, for those of you listening. This was a big game. Uh, Coastal Carolina went into the game, I believe, at 9-0 and versus the BYU Cougs of 9-0. and BYU's game uh, got canceled. I forget who their opponent was, but they fouled out due to Liberty. COVID. Liberty, Liberty, that's right. Oh, the Liberty, yes, the Liberty the Flames. flames. Li- mm-hmm. The flame, the eternal damnation flames of Liberty. Uh, they fouled out due to COVID. Uh, evidently, being bla- bathed in the blood of Christ doesn't always save everybody. <laughs> no. Uh, no, not as so good as BYU, a vaccine. That's right. BYU uh, got cocky and put out there, anybody, anywhere will come play you. Well, the Chanticleers took uh, advantage of that and said, won't you guys fly on out to uh, South Carolina, just outside Myrtle Beach, and we'll play Mm -hmm. you. And Mm -hmm. it was an excellent game. Went down to the wire. BYU charging down the field 90 yards to uh, only have four seconds left, need a touchdown, throw a completion, completed to a wide receiver on the three-yard line, Stop dead, tackled on the two, ball game. Chanticleers moved to 10-0, and and they moved up to a whopping, I think now they're ranked 13. They were didn't 19, they? and now they're 13. Yeah, didn't they just swap they positions? Yeah. yeah, they B-Y- flip-flopped BYU and CCU. So according to the old, old BCS, now the college football playoffs, there has to be at least one group of five team. Uh, who are the options right now? Those three, right? It's Cincinnati, uh, Coastal Carolina, and BYU are the are the three we're looking at, right? I believe that is correct. Yeah, Cincinnati is a nine. Nine and zero. Chanticleers are ten and zero, and BYU's nine and one. Yeah. So do you think Coastal Carolina gets in? I mean, are they blowing the doors off people with their with their uh, fun belt uh, football? Uh, the teal the teal field, the teal turf, and the black swarm defense. I would love it. Not a chance in hell it's happening, but it would be awesome. Yeah, they're a fun team to watch, man. They got they got a lot of juice, <laughs> and their defense is great, and their running game is. Un- I mean, BYU could not stop the run. Stack the box, know it's coming, doesn't matter. It was a great, it was a really fun game to watch. That was one of the best college football games I've seen all year. And that's what it's about. Two undefeated teams playing late in the season. Everything's on the line. BYU coming in there swagging like they got a scene stone, like they know the outcome of this game. Well, they got thrown out of the East just like they did back in the day, back in the 19th century. And I don't even think that Coastal Carolina has been uh, a good historical reference, by the way. Thank just you. now, that's just that's just now sinking. Just now in. computing. Yeah, uh, Coastal Carolina has only been an FBS team for a year or two. Yeah, the, my fear is that their coach is going to get sniped. Jamie Caldwell. Program, yeah, and their program will suffer. I hope that's not the case. I hope they just build their brand and keep going, man. Because it, they're a lot of fun to watch. Now, I think, I don't know, they've had a they pretty good... They better get they, a New Year's Six Bowl, too. They've had a pretty good FCS career. I think they've yeah. won some nat- natties there. Uh, but their coach used to be the guy... Man, I'm going to get this wrong. I think he used to own Ameritrade. He was the CEO hmm. of Ameritrade. Oh, that does sound familiar. I And, and he quit... Or sold uh, Ameritrade to, like, somebody whenever they sold Ameritrade. And he said he wanted to become a college football coach, or become a football coach. Yeah, it's awesome. Huh. Great yes. story. 
Joe Moglia is the former chairman of the board and CEO of TD Ameritrade. What? <laughs> and That's he awesome. quit. He quit that uh, and became the coach. He he worked at the University of Nebraska under Bo Pelini, and then he worked uh, for the Omaha Nighthawks, uh, which is a uh, arena football league, I believe. Oh yeah. no, a UFL league, and then oh, UFL. He, yeah. Yeah, and then he became the coach of Coastal Carolina. So isn't that weird? Like That is really weird. He's your coach, and he's like probably, I don't know, making a million dollars a year. But he's also like a hundred thousand or a hundred millionaire as it was. Because he used yeah. to be the, he used to like be the CEO of Ameritrade. Coastal Carolina is weird, man. They've got uh, national championships in uh, baseball. I think two years ago they got mm-hmm. a national championship in baseball. Seems like a beautiful place. Uh, Dude, South Carolina's nice down there. That area, it is it is super nice. I mean, I could go without Myrtle Beach, but that area <laughs> is is nice. What's it wrong really with is. Myrtle Beach? Yeah, Myrtle Beach. I mean, it's all right. I've never been. They got a wax museum. <laughs> Reed, uh, Rowdy, what are you laughing at? Uh, I just... Reed's opinions. <laughs> um, uh, so is, does BYU, are there any kind of like... Um, Black people? La- no. Latter-day, Latter-day, Latter-day <laughs> Saint... Uh, uh, I don't know. What are you asking? Get there. Do they, is, do, they, do they play the game any different? Do they have any special rules or like do they just is it a fairly normal team are you asking about their underwear are you trying yeah, to find a nice they, way to yes, ask about I was trying to find a way to ask do they yes <laughs> do their pants bunch <laughs> yes they they always probably seem, right yes definitely not probably are, and, definitely. and are those underwear made by Nike ooh good question yeah because BYU are, is yes, a Nike are. school they're Jordan school Air yeah. Jordan yeah. uh I don't know. I would assume so. They're, that they're made their by Gatorade's Jordan. decaffeinated. Hmm. For sure. Yes. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. I don't know about their underwear, actually. Hmm. But they don't so, play the game. But, but there is something different about them. They do have older players because of the, the uh, mission. The mission. Yeah. Oh. And they have so, a lot of Samoan players. Mm hmm. Mainly, huh. it's all white dudes and Samoan players. And actually, there was a wide receiver that went out on an injury, laid on the field for a while, went out on an injury, and when they picked him up off the ground and, and helped him back to the bench, his jersey read Romney. And there's one and only Romney in Utah. Had to be, you know, uh, Mitt Romney the 47th. One th- one, oh, 47th, like the 47th president? Is that, are you calling it right now? Oh, I didn't even, I didn't even think of that, but maybe. Probably. It's, uh, no, Joe Biden's the 47th president because Mike Pence is going to be the 46th. Oh, you think he's going to slip right in there? I think he's going to mm. do a Jerry Ford. We've got 40 days. Yep. That's not a bad call. That's not a bad call. Uh, yeah, so he could be. Do you want to tease it? <laughs> 2016 the Chanticleers defeated the Arizona Wildcats two games to one in the best of three national championship series to win the first ever national title in school history baseball Boom. found it out there you go found it yeah there you go all right we got big topics coming up here Rowdy what's next what's well yeah what else oh uh, got an update about the poison nuts oh do uh, we ever. so it turned out Michigan did what we hoped they would do, or what I mm-hmm. hoped they would do. Mm-hmm. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> but it was but it was all for nut. <laughs> like all for not, but No, yeah, no, there, we're there we're all here. Nut, it's better so when you say, don't explain. So let me say it. Yeah. So slow but, it down. Slow it down. We'll we'll edit this out. Yeah, go for it. But it was all for nut. But for nut, yep, and that's true. We're not true. talking about Houston nut. We're talking about the poison nuts. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what happened? Why? 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 Why did? Why, why didn't I? Why didn't I get my way here? Money. 
Because the, oh, the Big Ten, yeah, that, they okay. were, the Big Ten thought they were righteous by canceling their season before anybody else canceled their season, and then they realized when the SEC got going, the ACC got going, and oh, what do you mean the Pac-12 is going to get going and the Big 12 is going to get going? They come back in, set a rule that it was a conference-only schedule, and you had to play six games in order to qualify for the Big Ten championship. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? Ohio State's 5-0, and ain't played nobody except Indiana, who took them to double overtime. And all of a sudden, now we've changed the rule now that Ohio State can qualify for the Big Ten Championship, and they will be facing the Northwestern uh, Wildcats. What is it? Next Saturday, a yep. week from this December coming 19th, Saturday. Right? Yep. Saturday mm-hmm. after next mm-hmm. uh, for the uh, Big Ten Championship. Okay, so real quick, Rowdy, which Saturday is that? That's next Saturday, right? Which which uh, what is the date? To, today is the ninth, and they're okay, playing and on it, the they're playing on the nineteenth. Uh, is that next Saturday or is that this? Okay, is that is. That's next Saturday. This Saturday is the twelfth. Okay. <laughs> okay. Are you sure? Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, so they just changed the rules out from it uh, from everybody because it didn't fit. And screwed the, Indiana in the process, and they didn't fit the out the outcome that they wanted. So they went ahead and changed it. Which, you know, we've I have two minds about this. Yes, they are they are their own entity, and they can set the rules. So if they don't like what happened, you change the rules. It's not like. Milton just Bradley like set these rules out. Yeah, just yeah, just change the rules. Just just reframe. Uh, I what think there happened. needs to be a revolt. These colleges How exist, Trumpian. right? These colleges, these colleges and their football teams could exist without the NCAA. Absolutely, right? They Absolutely. Yeah, so and the Knight break Commission. off. Like, why not? But this isn't this an is, NCAA if, thing. This was a Big Ten thing. Well, Big Ten, whatever. Like, get rid of it all. Just get rid of just it all. Ball toss out. It, to, just toss it out. Well, the Knight Commission, uh, which is a... Uh, is that commission. with a K? Knight with a K? Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, like Michael Knight um, of... Who's that? Uh, Knight Rider fame. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's He's named on after. It? It's named after him. Yeah, no, it's named after him. Mm. David Hasselhoff's famed character. For sure, that's what's happening. Uh, they are a commission on intercollegiate athletics, and they agree with you. And they actually put out a report, I think it was last week. It may have been right after we had our podcast, which is, you know, typical for the lamestream media to break news after <laughs> yeah, our podcast. After, right. right. But, basically, but, before, but before we've posted the episode. Yes, right. exactly. So we right. feel just a little out of date. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we feel a little less informed than we are. <laughs> yeah. 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 But we had it. I, we I've, had got it. The gar- we I've got the garage band timestamp. So there you go. Yeah. We emailed Suck ourselves. It. Suck it. Uh, Night Commission. <laughs> yep. So their com- their night uh, the Night Commission on Intercollegiate Athletes called uh, to for a creation of a new uh, governing body, a new entity that would be all of the football subdivision, but it would function completely independent from the NCAA. So at this point, like there's you're you're even taking college out of the name. Right. Like there's no illusion that this is in any way attached to an academic right uh, entity. Right. Like it's just, hey, this football bowl subdivision should change and separate from the NCAA. So no, no oversight from the NCAA, no, uh, no instructions or or. edicts from any of the and of the college presidents probably and none of this would fall under all of those rules so so all of the concerns that the NCAA has about paying players um, light uh, names and likeness all of that would go away they they could make their own rules at that point so you you bring up uh, you unintentionally, Rowdy, you brought up a good point. This actually just yeah. came out last week. And uh, it's, I mean, they've been around for at least 30 years uh, talking about these issues. And while, I mean, it's something to remember is in, with the NCAA, um, 
they actually don't make as that much money on football. Hmm. Surprisingly, they make all of their money on the March tournaments, the basketball tournaments. Be- oh, okay. Because back in the eighties, when they were sued by the Regents of Oklahoma and they broke off and uh, created like what the precursor to the BCS and then eventually the BCS, and now the football college football playoffs, none of that is run by the NCAA. They have hmm. no input into that whatsoever. So they don't make any money off of the bowls. Interesting. The the huh. conferences make money off of the bowls, but the NCAA itself does not make any money off of those bowls. Hmm. So this just takes that one step further and says, look, you're already not... Like, the NCAA champion on the football bowl subdivision is not crowned in the same way as any other sport. So... They're just taking that one step further and saying, yeah, get rid of it. Just don't even let them govern you throughout mm. the season. Uh, hell, don't even call them colleges at this point. Just call yeah. them football academies, right? Yeah, right. For sure. Well, and that's, I mean, to your point, to get back to the nuts, is that that's exactly what this decision is all about, is it's money. The, the thing is that the poison nuts don't even really technically have to get into the Big Ten Championship, much less win it, to be eligible for the college football playoff. Uh, if if Alabama won out and Notre Dame won or Clemson won uh, wins uh, in the ACC tournament, though one of those teams is in, and then Ohio State could easily get in and another and a fourth team in. So uh, Ohio State is is one of those teams like uh, Notre Dame, like an Alabama, like a Clemson that despite their record, if they're close enough, they're going to get in because it's going to make all the money. What this has done for me is it's just exposed that the college football playoff system is is still majorly flawed. And part of the reason is, uh, and I was listening to a segment from the uh, Fox Sport broadcaster Tim Brando earlier today. <laughs> where he I like talks how you of, did that. Where, yeah, <laughs> you're welcome. Where he talks about uh, that, the, that a lot of this has to do. I don't with know the, why that's funny. I just laughed at that, but I yeah. don't know why it's funny. <laughs> that the uh, it has to do a lot with the complicity of the media and the AP poll and the rankings. I mean, AP was putting out rankings and had Ohio State and uh, other Big Ten teams ranked four weeks, five weeks before they even played a game. And mm-hmm. so basically what it illustrates is that this is a ranking system of the top programs that are going to draw the most TV uh, crowd, the most in, in normal years, the most uh, sell the most tickets, have the largest crowds. They have typically mm-hmm. the biggest venues and that it's all about all about that coin, all about that quan, yeah. just bringing that money. And it's about and it's about the media uh, contracts as well. Look, just look this up. The college football playoff generated four, more than $460 million in 2019. Yep. I guess that's all right. And that, that revenue does not, goes, does not go to the NCAA. It goes to the conferences that are part of the CFP. So hmm. it's managed completely. What do they do with that? Well, they give it to the, like, they give Does it, it to get the distributed to the schools to the schools if you're involved if your conference makes it like let's say coastal carolina makes it to one of the cfp games this year as a mm. group of five uh participant then the fun belt will get us a, a percentage of that money so it's it's an, it's uh advantageous for these group of five teams to make it that's why it may, matters to byu even though they know that, well, they may not know it because BYU has faith, hope, and love, but others are living in reality and understand that they're <laughs> never going to have an opportunity to play in the college football playoff right. because you're, you're already playing at a disadvantage because the, the CFP and the, the, the structure was built by the Power Five. They have no incentive to bring anybody else in, but they like right. they would say, all right, we'll... we'll uh, assuage some of your fears and say, yeah, we'll bring one of you in once a year. Well, and little the, brother can play Dungeons and Dragons once a year. Yeah. So they yeah. get $460 million out of that. And not only that, but the, but the, the, the bowls this year, we've already had 
uh, like nine or ten canceled, but the other 34 or 35 bowls that are going on this year, all but one are owned by ESPN. Exactly. That's the complacency of the media. That's the yeah. complicity of the media. They're narr- they're going to gear their narratives towards the teams that are going to play in the games that they own. Right. Do you watch those games though? Yes, of course. So then you're complicit. I am. All, do you have? Sure. An you know, you know who's you know who's you know who's not complicit. Don't me. say you. Don't say you. No, yeah. because it, was, you know. it is. It's me. I'm not complicit. I'm the only one. I'm sorry. Do you watch The Mandalorian? Which is a Disney a product, yeah. which is which owns ESPN. Then you're complicit. I pirate it. <laughs> a torrent. A Just torrent kidding. Thing. I don't. I don't actually. I don't. I don't. Don't at me, big princess. I heard. I heard a good description today, and I think we should start referring to the Power Five conferences now on, uh, in this, uh, in this fashion. They're the five families because it basically oh. is a mafia. Mm-hmm. Yes, it always mm-hmm. has been. Yeah. Blame Oklahoma. Yeah. The, the Oklahoma regents. But here's but, my hope. Obviously, that the poison nuts don't get in, but mm-hmm. but let me throw this scenario at you. Yes, Snoop. I hope they die. I hope they burn in hell. <laughs> let me throw this scenario at you: Notre Dame, Clemson play again in the ACC championship. Say Clemson wins by less than a touchdown. Okay, yeah. Clemson wins for less than a touchdown. Alabama, you, Florida play in the SEC championship. Uh-huh. Uh Florida wins by. Let's just go crazy and say Florida wins by seventeen. I okay. think that there is still a very high possibility that it's Alabama, Florida, Clemson, and Notre Dame in the college football playoff. I think mm-hmm. Alabama's a lock. If they drop the SEC game, I think they're a lock, yeah, no matter matter. what. Yeah. They've blown out every other, basically every other team, Sands Old Miss, that they've played. Uh, they're putting up historic numbers uh, in, in the tradition of, of the LSU's team last year. And um, I think... Uh, if there's a one-on-one tie between Notre Dame and Clemson and it's close, I think there's a good argument that can be made uh, that both those teams should get in. The only problem is that ESPN and the powers that be are b- going to be concerned about ratings of a third potential game between Clemson and Notre Dame, mm. uh, depending on how the, the seats, uh, seating shakes out in college football playoff. Wait, mm. does Disney own ESPN? Yes. Yes. Disney owns everything, wow. dude. Yeah. That's why we call ESPN Big Princess. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. Is it All coming right. together now? You feeling yeah, it's it? It's yeah. starting to, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and disagree and say, no, Notre Dame doesn't get in unless they win. I, that's, that's fair. That's the, really? Uh, I think it is fair. Uh, well, it, especially if Ohio State wins. Because we've already seen that the end, that But if Ohio State Big beats Northwestern? It, yeah, because they're willing to bend the rules, and they've already. It's easier to yeah. no, stay true. put than to fall. So, in, unless you lose. So, yep, they're sitting at four. If they if they uh, win, then yes, they slide to three. Alabama goes to four, or they probably slide slide up to two. Alabama goes to to four, and Florida goes to three. Yeah. I could see that too, but see this. This is, goes back to Geisen's point, Big City Adams' point from last week, is that this is just negligence on the Big Ten's part, man. When Nebraska had their had a game canceled back in September, they wanted to play Chattanooga, but the Big, Big Ten wouldn't let them play an out of conference game. These teams should be more like Coastal Carolina and BYU, and be and be willing to to just pick up a game where they can. There are people that would have gone to Columbus to the shoe to play Ohio State this and this they, coming Saturday. That's how that's how college football, uh, college basketball has worked this year. Exactly, they've had these bubble tournaments. Yeah, like they usually have bu- Battle for Atlantis, Mohegan Sun, all these places. Uh, what's the one? The Phil Knight Classic. Yep, they've had all these. Uh, Indi- Indianapolis has been having one. Yeah, right. Like, uh, who is it that just played here? Michigan State, Duke, I think. No, they played mm-hmm. at Cameron. But anyway, doesn't matter who it was. The point is that when someone has canceled, Temple drops out. They just pick up a new game. Right. So VTech and uh, who was it that they played? They played a top five team and ended up Virginia Tech ended up winning. And the only reason that that game happened was because another team dropped out. And so everybody scrambles and says. Okay, so who's available? Who's in our bubble right now that we can just play? Right. 
and, and I, I mean, think they could have picked up. They could have picked up a Mac team. They could have mm. picked up a Horizon League. Wh- wh- mm. Wherever, man, you could have picked mm. up somebody. What I mm. think is going to happen with the Nuts if they mm-hmm. get in the tournament, mm-hmm. and if they get in the tournament, it's very likely going to be Bama, Clemson, mm-hmm. or Notre Dame, and mm-hmm. either an A and M, Florida. I'd love to see a Cincinnati in there, mm. but that'll never happen. But no, they I don't mean, pay in. They yeah, don't pay in. Remember, they're not. But, a, they're not one of the five families. I mean, I know we joke about this all the time, but Ohio State ain't played nobody. They don't even what? know who they can, how they can play, how good right. they are. They are going to run up against one of these teams, any of these top seven, eight teams that have played eight, nine, ten games already, and they're going to get smacked. Well, this year, specifically when I say they played nobody, I quite literally mean they have not played anyone because they keep having their games canceled. Right. They yeah. they have not played games. I and just, again, it, I'll reference him because, I mean, he's a genius in his own time. Uh, Big City Adam said it best. It's like a weigh-in. You didn't yep. make weigh-in. You don't get to play. That's right. You don't get a chance at the belt. That's right. Period. Now, I mean, and you can make the argument, maybe there was a little hocus-pocus going on up there with Harbaugh in Michigan, and they didn't want to get beat by 50, which they probably would have had they matched up against uh, the team up north, as the Nuts like to say. But I really do. I, I've, I, I almost feel sorry for the players. I will relish in the beatdown of which I predict is coming. But I just don't think they, they've got enough games under their belt and they played enough competition to even know where they're at. In well, terms of, yeah. in terms I mean, of their I guess, quality of team and their production and all that. I don't that is a little too speculative for me to, to go to that. But I do like as far as the But I this, want to go to there. I, I do want to go to there. <laughs> I just wanna crap all over him. But what I think is fair is I and, and I have enjoyed over the past twenty four to forty eight hours is how quickly the narrative that uh, the University of Michigan uh, famed academic institution that they are, right. uh, how they've all rallied around this idea that it's like, look, guys, I mean, we got to do this. This is for the this is for the good of the community. We got to think about who this can affect and, uh, you know, who's there. There's people's safety involved, uh, which is not the narrative that was being spread in August when the Big Ten canceled the, the conference schedule. Right. It was like, you got to let the guys play. You got to let them play. Uh, that's what they're here for. That's what they live for. And then all of a sudden, uh, you know, you've won two games. And uh, that Big Ten season seems a little different. When, when you're not, like, when you don't have an outside chance of winning the national championship, maybe you do fold against the number four team in the nation. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's something to think about. It is, but I, I mean, uh, they're going to get in. Ohio State's going to get in. It's going to be obnoxious, but they slide <laughs> yeah. in. They slide in at a four, and uh, Saban ain't never lost a revenge game, and it's going to be um, on. Quit. Pop, pop quiz, hotshot. You're not an Alabama <laughs> fan. That's okay. the hypothetical. That's the hypothetical, right? Aren't you just tired of it's the same, like, it's the same six teams yeah, that have been in this thing? it is. It gets old. That's why I get uh, so upset about uh, undefeated CCU or an undefeated Cincinnati or uh, all this. I mean, and, and that's why I get over, like, these, uh, 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 you know, these high rankings that these Big 12 teams are getting, like Iowa State, two-loss Iowa State or a two-loss Oklahoma or some of these teams that are just up there because of their brand. And they're losing games. I mean, it's bogus. It sucks. That's why I want to see an Indiana in there, man. I want to see a Cincinnati in there, CCU, BYU, you know. I I give all the props to BYU, man. I mean, they went out. They... They they stepped they they sent out that tweet or whatever said anybody anywhere they played it they went down to the wire it was a great game that's how it should be I mean it it, it has to suck to be a player on some of these teams that go undefeated oh I agree all the workouts <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like but that well it, like the uh, no thank you like uh, Central Florida. Or whatever. I mean, that UCF, are, are, the national champion. Yeah, national champion. Co-national champion. Yeah. Like these teams that I mean, you beat who's on your schedule. What are you gonna do? And that's yeah. I mean, that's where the 
you being a college football fan and me being a college football fan is different because there is we take the narrative and we run with it throughout the year. So we can think about like these, you know, uh, undefeated Coastal Carolinas and these undefeated Cincinnatis, but the casual fan, yeah, comes in and says, "I got two games and then a championship." Whereas in March Madness, it's like you start. Right to build like an emotional tie to some of these teams like the Florida Gulf Coast of the world the Winthrops of the world mm-hmm. you know like the butlers the butlers of the world you start to to attach to them because it's not just one time it's it's week after it's day after day it's Thursday it's Saturday and then it's the next weekend like you you see them more than once and yeah. I, I think there's not the incentive from the playoff committee to do that because it's two games it's really just two games. Yeah. So there's not you can't really make that same connection, like you, that that you would see, uh, in other sports, college sports, some run by the NCAA. I just right, Rowdy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I couldn't have said it better. Yeah. Yeah. Thank I just uh, every almost every year though it happens. It's like it takes me back to the Appalachian State beating Michigan that year. It's like yes. Mm-hmm. This could happen in the playoff, and it would be insane. It would be right. so awesome. Right. Yep. But it doesn't. Nope. And it won't. Nope. And the college football, I'll say it now, the college football playoff system sucks. Wow. Hot take. Speaking four, of hot four takes. Four teams sucks. Eight teams, it'd be the same thing. Eight te- if you had eight teams this year, it'd be a one-loss A&M in there. It'd be a two-loss Florida in there. And an undefeated Cincinnati, undefeated Coastal Carolina would still be out. It doesn't matter how many teams you have. Unless you're going to do a 24-team playoff and get everybody that's ranked in the tournament, you're never going to have these kind of, uh, you know, quote-unquote second-tier teams in the big dance. And it sucks. I mean, nobody remembers when Alabama got beat by Louisiana Monroe back in the day. I mean, like that, they, it happens, man. And and it's wild and awesome when it happens when it's not your team. <laughs> right, exactly. But I mean, if you're a college football fan, that's for me. That's what you want to see. Right, right. If you if but that's that's yes, that's the qualifier. If you're a college football fan, if you're a casual fan just turning on the games on. New Year's Day, you don't care. You just want to put something on. Yep, it sucks. What? So, what's your prediction of uh, of the top four teams, Snoop? My prediction? Viva Haters. Viva Haters. Viva Viva Haters. Ha! Taters, that's right. It's time for the surest thing in podcasting served up for your consumption. Rowdy. Hey, Hey. Rowdy, how are you doing tonight, my friend? Oh, fine. Man, I got to tell you, bud, this is my, this is, this is my uh, favorite eight minutes of every week. And I don't mean that. Consecutive eight minutes. This is my favorite consecutive eight (laughs) minutes I get each week. I just love spending time with you, buddy. How are you this week? Oh, pretty great. <laughs> Sounds be like better. It. Life is good. Well, I'm, do you, see, I'm wearing the shirt. I'm wearing the life is live, good laugh, shirt. Love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> live, laugh, love. Wear Hanes. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> Rowdy, last week we had an interesting week with you. I don't know if oh, okay. you had time to... Go through, look at the games, dissect what went right, right what went yeah, wrong. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time looking at the tapes, and yep, um, yep. I barely had time for anything else. <laughs> I believe it. I've only uh, eaten three times in the past oh, week, but yeah, yeah, each time was a little less than eight minutes. Uh, Rowdy, here's what we had happen last week. Yeah, in the five games, you had Sunday games, Cincinnati. Versus Miami. It was 11 and a half point spread. Did now, I pick remember, Cincinnati? You picked Miami uh, ah. at 11 and a half points. You laid those down. Miami actually won 19 to 7. That's a win okay. for you because they cut Okay, I'll take it. 12 All right. point win. Yeah, so that, which we talked about last week, you're not great in these games. It's true. In these, in these I'm not great spreads. in a lot of games. <laughs> no, but 
But these games specifically. Yes. Are, you're extra bad in. How's that? Right. You're, you go from bad to worse. Uh, Sunday, Indianapolis versus Houston. Uh, you picked Indy, three and a half point favorite. You're covered, buddy. That's a win. Yes. 26 Thanks to Indy's defense. Okay. Yes, thanks to Indy's defense there at the end of the game. Uh, they were able to, to lock it up. Sunday, this one, no, this one was interesting. You waffled on this one a lot. The New York football giants mm. went to mm-hmm. Seattle. You initially picked. I picked. You picked. You initially picked the Giants because you didn't know. Because I didn't know because you confused right. me. And then I picked Seattle because of the. What do they call it? The third man? Twelfth man. Twelfth yeah. man. Yeah. Twelfth third man. Third man four X. So, right. The twelfth yeah. man in, a, in during a pandemic where there's uh, no crowd. Yeah. Yeah. Just the flag. No crowd. <laughs> yeah. It's just, the, just flapping. Yeah. And you can well, hear Oh, that's really... Guys, yeah. that's really distracting. Can someone take that flag down? It is very yeah. windy today. So you picked Seattle at the end of the day, and it was a minus 10 spread. Mm. Uh, that's going to be a loss for you. Mm-hmm. Seattle mm-hmm. won, but they only won 17-12. Yeah, that was an this ugly game, man. A very ugly game. Did not no. like it. Boring. Uh, Russ, Russ did not nope. cook. He, I think we said he was uh, making cold cuts. That's right. That he game, forgot to pay his gas bill, decided. so he had to get out the Sammies. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Sunday primetime, Philadelphia versus Green Bay. Uh, you picked Philadelphia. Eight and a mm-hmm. half a point underdog. Uh, that's going to be a no-go, buddy. Green Bay won, and they covered by... Uh, they won by 14, so they covered comfortably 16 to 30. So that's a loss. And finally, Sunday in primetime, there was two games uh, on Sunday. Denver went to Kansas City. You liked Kansas City in this game, even with the big spread, 14 mm. points. That, that probably didn't go so hot for me. It didn't go so hot for you. That's okay. right. Kansas City won. But they only won 16-22, so they did not cover. So for the week, you were 2-3. and three. For the season, you are 33-27 and 27 hey, still. So six winner. games above 500. Three games above 500, sorry. And your spread with uh, games over one, one touchdown, you are now 3-10. and ten. Mm. It's tough. So steer, steer clear of those Stuff. games. Yeah, that was that KC Denver, the divisional game, who knows, it can get wild. Mm-hmm. And it did. And it, it did, did get wild. Like wild in a very subdued, mm-hmm. non-scory right. way. Uh, so here's what we got this week. We got a yep. uh, Thursday night game, New England going to Los Angeles in their beautiful new stadium paid for by taxpayer dollars. <laughs> L- the Rams are a five-point favorite at home. Jared Goff, Robert Woods. Who you got? Five points. Five points. Take your mm. time. No, I mean you're not ra- wasting the one hour. We'll go. We'll go with them. Us. Which them. one? Just write it down. Them. <laughs> L.A. Got it. You nailed it. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that means the Rams. Uh, Sunday. Shh, yeah. Sunday, one o'clock. Tennessee Titans are taking their talents down to Jacksonville mm. to meet the the Jaguars of Jacksonville. Possibly the team I would spend the rest of my career with if I only had to pick one And team. I would pick Tennessee. This is interesting. We got another divisional this, matchup. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. Although Why do, is that? Why I, is that? I do think I've I'm leaning towards Arizona now. So my thought process was as such. They have a young owner. Mm. Uh they have an a Small but strong fan It's base. in Florida. Okay. It's, uh, that's, that's a, a strike yes. against. Yes, big time. But and it's in Jacksonville, they, Florida. <laughs> they have, yeah, <laughs> yeah, two strikes. Uh, but they don't have much of a history. So if I'm going to become a legend. That's where you got to go. That's where I you go. Have you forgotten you go, about David Garrard? <laughs> I did not forget about David Garrard or Byron Leftwich, and I did I did give Fred Taylor his yeah. props when we had this conversation. I I said mm. the list of legends is short yeah. in Jacksonville, well, and I stand well clothed, by. dapper, if I do say so myself. Dapper. Yeah, yes. Uh, 
So it was between Jackson. For me, it was between Jacksonville and Arizona, and I think I'm I'm probably going to end up in, in Arizona. I like their mm. jerseys. I like their stadium. Uh, it lacks the hot tubs that um, Jacksonville <laughs> has, but mm-hmm. but, but it'll it the is, weather would be great for your tuberculosis. Right. And it's right there in the heart of Phoenix at the University of Phoenix on mm. campus, which I think is really not, cool. Not even close. There. Not even close. He uh, would never so, find the stadium and get cut the first day. So that's super neat. And they have a franchise quarterback there, Kyler Murray. So, uh, and again, sh- short, short list of, uh, of, of legends. So it'd be I'm going to go Titans. That's correct okay. pick. <laughs> yep. Minus seven and a half. Sunday, four o'clock, uh, my Indianapolis Coats versus mm. the Las Vegas Raiders. Mm. The Raiders are a three-point underdog at home. Could be mm. missing Josh Jacobs for this game. If that true. Uh, changes I anything, think what position does he play? How the University of Alabama. That doesn't mean anything to uh, me. Indianapolis. Um, Indianapolis has a top five uh, rushing defense as well. So could get interesting here. Could be low scoring. I'm gonna. Over under I'm right gonna. Now is 51 and a half. Hmm. I'll go with Indy. Why not? Phil Rivers like shot like putting it. it in the desert should be interesting. Yeah, hmm. the, well, there's a lot less humidity in the air. So That's true. Be, That's true because travel. he's been he's been conditioned for the humidity. So mm-hmm. yeah, I, I feel good but about the tra- that. But yep. Trey Boucher's yep. could lock up in the dryness without proper lubrication. Well, yeah. I don't know. I think you're going to see his body do things you've never <laughs> seen it do before. Yeah, it's going to be a wonderland out there. What's in the that desert? spread again? Plus uh, spread plus is three, three for Vegas. Plus Vegas plus right. three. 51 and a half over okay. under. So I'm taking Indy in the over. Okay. They're going to they're gonna score 40 on Ooh, Vegas. Okay. And they, this is, you know, this is the drive for that one seed right now. Pittsburgh dropped the game. Here we come, Coats. Let's mm. go, Coats. Sunday, primetime, Pittsburgh Steelers go to Buffalo to face the the Bills Mafia. Ooh, this is a game. Buffalo this is, is a game. Buffalo. Buffalo. Two and I a think half point favorite. I was going to say, I think it's going to be Buffalo. Mainly because I, I don't want to pick the uh, Stillers. I, I'm with you. I'll take Buffalo. Buffalo, 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 Pittsburgh Steelers. Is they're going to win, and they're going to celebrate with some Buffalo-style pizza. There you go. Mm. Is that a thing? It is yeah. a thing, apparently. How's that different than any other style of pizza? How's it different than New York-style pizza? And it's how thicker crust. Okay. It's like a it's like a more bread the more like bready crust. Mm. I think it goes to the edge. Mm, like the toppings uh, to the edge and the cheese to the yeah, edge. So there's no crust. The like there's, there's not no like a handle crust. crust. Yeah, it's more like a um Oh, it's like a flatbread. It's sort of. It's kinda like I feel like it's like Detroit style. No, Detroit style is always uh Detroit style Rectangular. is rectangular. Uh, Rectangular, yeah. party mm-hmm. cut, sauce on yeah. top. Is it like right. that? I mean, are it they is, even on the same level? I thought it would just uh, have buffalo sauce on yeah, it. Yeah, slim, it buffalo slim, pizza. slim, sometimes non-existent crust mm. uh, with ingredients out to and often over the edges. Oh, wow. And then Sloppy. a thick, airy like undercarriage. Uh, with little structural integrity, so it's it's bready, and then this it's it's sweet sauce and lots mm. of cheese. Sounds mm. all right. So they said it. You, you could say it features a Chicago amount of cheese with a wow. Motor City trim, okay. a main undercarriage, and a New York wow. sauce. I like that. I like that. <laughs> a main undercarriage. And then and then and then you got the the cup and char pepperoni, you know where the pepperoni oh, yeah. just oh, sh- holds that grease, it shrinks uh, up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wonder if they serve that at the Applebee's. We'll have to ask uh, Beast yeah. Mode. <laughs> and finally, Monday night, the Baltimore Ravens go to Cleveland to face the Browns. Ooh, another good these, game. These two teams have, yeah, these two teams have history. This is the original Cleveland Browns versus the uh, expansion That's Cleveland true. Browns, if you will. All kinds uh, of record Cleveland. confusion here. So much, so much. Yep. Uh, Cleveland one point underdog at home. Wow. One. I was gonna point. say I think it's gonna be I think it's gonna be the Ravens. Oh, money coming in on Both the Browns. Okay. Yeah. All right. So here we go. Let's let's uh, let's recap these. You got the Rams on Thursday night over the New England Patriots. 
You've got Tennessee going to Jacksonville and taking it to them, minus 7.5. Indianapolis minus 3 against the Las Vegas Raiders in the desert. Have you seen their new stadium? Yeah, it's the Death Star. Beautiful. The Death Star. Beautiful. Beautiful stadium. Uh, it's the only thing that's going to survive. <laughs> We're going to see this in After Earth. Uh, Buffalo over Pittsburgh at home, minus 2.5. And, and finally, Baltimore minus 1 over Cleveland in Cleveland. Rowdy. Do you want to tease these? No. Haters. That's it. We did it. We did sports episode 169. As always, I want to thank the Minister of Sound, Mikey, Jet Belly Music, the Commissioner, Brandon Casburn, Food Editor, Dennis Chu, and the Honorary Ball Boy this week is... Well, you can say Dennis Chu again because that's our ball boy today. Dennis Chu... (laughs) With the help of Mark Zuckerberg and 59 other friends, got that, so many likes on his post that he won an 8x10 signed glossy of Kobe Bryant. Which wow. I'm assuming he is not donating to the children's Not hospital. a chance. I'm assuming that that's going to be postmarked and in the mail to get a fine Lakers treat. Yeah, this was, uh, this was a, a, a Facebook... Uh, contest where if you had the most likes on your comment by this past Tuesday, you could win the win the photo or or the the person posting it said that they would donate it to a children's <laughs> hospital for their toy drive. Your choice. I'm assuming food editor Dennis Chu's choice is that's yep, going in right his next office. To those Yao Ming jerseys. Um, and he did. He destroyed <laughs> everyone. I think the next highest was uh well no i i don't i don't know that anyone i mean i see two likes wow. here Blood he destroyed fire. everyone yeah 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 dennis saw it said i'm gonna go ahead and need that and i'm gonna need yep. the meet and greet yeah yep. just make sure that that uh certificate of authenticity hasn't been signed That's in the last true. couple months that it's now apparently it's older than 2020 when he's when he's not only did he dominate, he also <laughs> trash talked <laughs> the few other contestants. Attaboy. Uh, Attaboy. Uh, he, one one person posted, um, everyone knows I'm the biggest Kobe fan. And uh, our, our friend Dennis replied. And he said, yeah. child, please. <laughs> he, said, I, he said, I love a good challenge, but did you invite him to your wedding? <laughs> Was the speech... Was the speech by your best man about your loyalty to Kobe? That poster is coming to Texas, son. <laughs> <laughs> and they, they, the, the original poster replied, you invited him via Twitter? You got his address and sent him a legit invite? And apparently our food editor uh, sent an invite to the Lakers addressing uh, Kobe. And he also sent one to uh, Peyton Manning. <laughs> hey, man. Shoot your shot. Hey. You don't know if you can. What's the worst? What are you, What's exactly. the worst they're gonna say? I love yeah. it. I love it. Go. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Dennis. You finally got. Uh, you finally got that shout out. Now, if you would be so kind as to send us some listener mail, yeah. that'd be cool. Find <laughs> us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or email us at sports 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 at gmail.com with any questions, headlines, or topics you want to discuss. And don't forget to rate us and subscribe. New episodes will be there every Thursday where we will ask, how about some sports? Have at it.